Welcome to the Empowered Global Women in Business podcast. I am Elle Ballard, a bicultural woman, mother, wife, and entrepreneur. In this podcast, I will help you navigate entrepreneurship as women of the world, a multinational bicultural woman. I will interview female business owners navigating the cross-cultural dynamics of building a business sustainably ethically and in community. In this raw and real conversations, I will explore what it's like to build a business authentically and on your own terms. If you are a multinational woman and ready to build a business authentically while maintaining your uniqueness and individuality, welcome to the Empowered Global Women and Business Podcast. Hi, everyone. Elle Ballard is here. Hello, hello. Beautiful world, beautiful people. Hi, Laura. Hello. Hello. Welcome. I have a beautiful woman with us today, and I know we're going to have such a rich, amazing conversation, so I am excited. Thank you for joining me today, Laura. Thank you so much for inviting me. I so look forward to this interaction. Me Thank too. You. Let me introduce you really quickly. Laura is a communication coach, EI, and related professionals. She lives according to the two mindsets. One, dream of a big dream for yourself and others. And two, our greatest limitations are the ones that we place on ourselves. Mm, love those. I love them. Welcome, welcome. I am excited for this conversation. So tell us, um, Laura, I have so many questions, even just from this introduction. What is DEI really mean and why do you do what you do? I know DEI is such a mouthful, right? And sometimes we get caught up in all these different acronyms. So what DEI really is, it, it is a concept, it is a mindset, it is a movement to embrace our diversity, to create equity, which means, now equity can mean money and financial gain, but in this case, diversity as in welcoming many different people and cultures to come together and to feel valued. Equity meaning to provide opportunities for professionals according to their own um in other words, to put individuals who are equally qualified mm -hmm. in the same position so that they have the equal or equitable opportunity to reach promotion. Right. So, for, so for example, if I come in and I have a physical disability, maybe I need to have a special desk with a special computer that reads, uh, reads the, the, the text to me. Mm -hmm. And my colleague has the same qualifications and does not need the accommodation. My accommodations are provided to me so that we are both on the same equal playing field. And we are judged on our ability to do the work and our professionalism and our training. Um, so that's diversity, equity, and inclusion. Inclusion means including people whether they agree, disagree, to provide opportunities and create workforce cultures within organizations that welcome people of all different backgrounds, regardless of their race, religion, ethnicity, disability, sex, sexual orientation, 
to include them in the conversations and in the professional opportunities that are available to everyone. That's what inclusion is about. And finally, inclusion can also be about language. And I do, I can talk about that later. I specialize in inclusive language culture, using specific pronouns depending on the person's preference. You know, he, she, or them, or them, they. It depends on who you're speaking with and what their preferences are. Right. Yeah. So that's it. Oh, Diversity, equity, inclusion is about bringing everyone to the table, creating opportunities across the board yeah. based on qualifications. It's, it, you speak my language. <laughs> you know, yes. we the world network is, you know, the whole idea behind our community. So I love that. So thank you, say Thank you for going over each, you know, each of this and what do they really mean? Yeah, it's beautiful work that you do, Laura, and I'm so glad that. We connected. Um, the question I like to usually ask are all, and especially at Women of the World Network, we have 22 countries represented. You know, we all come from different backgrounds, from different mm-hmm. uh, families. Even if we are born in the same country, it's still the the environment that we grew up in, right? The the conditions and all of that shape us who we are. Yes. yes. Um, how would you say your backgrounds have limited or favored you? I would say that if I were to give you my story on its face value, you might think to yourself, hmm, there's so many barriers there. There are so many limitations, but I would strongly disagree with you. No, my background has favored me. Here's why. I am a woman with a physical disability called cerebral palsy. And this, this this disability causes me to walk with a very severe limp. Now, it has not stopped me. It has favored me. Why? Well, first of all, I had tyrant parents that told me, oh my gosh, you fell down. You better get up because you have to go to university and you have to get a job. <laughs> so there was no pity. Okay, that's number one. But it's also favored me because it's helped me understand what biases are, uh, I should say, what they can be like, uh, how they can impact you emotionally, psychologically, and even as a professional. And it has helped me to help other women, especially, increase their confidence and learn to prioritize what they have to offer. Yes, I have a physical disability. It has never stopped me from traveling. It has never stopped me from developing my own business. It has never stopped me from meeting many other women and men from across the world and being able to help them. Why is that? Because my mindset is there's no such thing as limitation. The greatest limitation is the one that you place on yourself. That's why it favors me. Absolutely. It made me strong. Beautiful. Mm-hmm, yeah, and that's that's an attitude. I love that. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. I got. I feel like when I listened to you, I got to know you even more. Even though we had this conversation before we started, yeah, uh, I had a conversation before. But you sharing your story, I feel like I even got to know you more a little bit through it. So thank you for sharing that and your a little bit of your upbringing. 
Um, so in the with all this, with all this that you are going through and had to go through with with mm-hmm. all this um, that you have, what was your biggest lesson? And I'm sure there are so many lessons, but what would you say was your biggest lesson in life? Well, oh, I'm sorry, please. Um, my biggest lesson, I'll tell you, I'll, I, I, I shared that story with you with still a great deal of modesty because it was a process for me. I didn't just wake up and say, well, I have a physical difference or, oh, well, uh, this person is giving me some uh, hard time uh, about a certain promotion because of their bias or oh, this this happened and oh, poor me. No, no. It was a process to become confident for me. For me, the key thing was to give up the perfectionism because I was the kind of person that was working from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., always feeling like it wasn't good enough, it wasn't good enough, I had to do better, better, better. Mm -hmm. I took a step back and I realized, based on the reaction of my clients, based on the reaction of uh, other people, other colleagues, you know what? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. And I don't have to be perfect. And guess what? Nobody else is perfect either. (laughs) So that was a big lesson for me. And I have learned that lesson, especially uh, over over these last two years. Mm. Uh, I don't know if it's because of the aging process and embracing, uh, you know, my, my, wisdom that I've learned from life or my experiences, whatever it is, but I'm not here to be perfect. I'm here to share my flaws, but also give you advice, also give you the encouragement and the courage to sort of get past that, you know, because no one is perfect. Yes. Yes. I love that. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. Every time I have these conversations, uh, each one of us uh, lives, uh, and I just love doing this and having these conversations for this reason because mm-hmm. I learn listening to you, and I, you know, everyone it has such unique and rich, beautiful story. Even though some of the lessons come to some of the core things that we are learning, but the way they shape the lessons they shape and the the where it's originated from. Is usually yes. different. Yes. Uh, so it's just so interesting to me to discover and rediscover those things uh, with different people I talk to. So, so beautiful. Um, so we are Women of the World Network, and I, I like I like to ask that question. We have women from all over the world, of course. Um, but um, what does it mean for you to be a woman of the world? For me, to be a woman of the world is number one an opportunity to learn from many different women, different cultures, different perspectives. Uh, And I think that it is an honor to, to, for example, to get to know each other, to get to know so many different people from across the world, uh, even just through our computers. Can you imagine what we will do when we meet in person? We'll be unstoppable. Yes. So, so that, that is something that I value very much. It means opportunity. It means learning. It means growth. It means a chance to contribute to others' well-being, to their self-esteem, and to give them the strategies that they need to be successful. I know that you are a former ESL 
teacher. Yes. And um, I want to ask this question because it's, and I love that you, you chose that niche that you do. Mm-hmm. But what is the difference between traditional ASL mm-hmm. and niche communication, uh, ASL teacher and niche communication coach? What would you say the difference is? Good question. So the, the difference is that, you know, there are a million ESL, English as a second language mm-hmm. programs out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can just get on Google and you can find them in your community online. But niche coaching is very specific to each individual client that I serve. Now, when you're a niche coach, that means you are picking a specific community so that you can help the members of that community. For me, it's the diversity, equity, and inclusion community, uh-huh. which includes managers, lawyers, human resources professionals, uh, advocates. Mm-hmm. That community is my niche because I am familiar from my own professional experience and because they need certain communication and presentation skills that are specific to their profession. Mm-hmm. So instead of, it's not that I don't go over passive voice or grammar or uh, certain writing uh, techniques. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. But my clients generally speak English at the intermediate or advanced level. Mm-hmm. So when they come to me, their concern is, how do I present impactfully? Mm-hmm. My culture is different than the the audience that I am Uh, speaking with how do I engage in small talk in a way that's comfortable for me and friendly for them Um, I am concerned about my pacing I had a client who spoke Spanish so that language can be very fast yeah and the supervisor was saying you're brilliant but you speak so quickly that you know we cannot we cannot understand so she came and we worked so It's specific to DEI about how do I advocate? What language do I need to advocate? What language do I need to create a good protocol for hiring practices? When we talk about equity, how do I communicate to my staff why creating equity is important and how we plan to do it? That language, inclusive language, whether you would agree or disagree with whatever pronouns, whatever your point of view is, it may be, pardon me, language coach, it may be very important for you to honor what people want. It's essential. Mm-hmm. So you would have to learn why would this person need to uh, have a need to be addressed as they, them, as right. opposed right. to him, her. Yeah. Uh, so difference basically is it's specific to the profession and specific to the professional. Mm-hmm. That's the difference mm-hmm. between that and general ESL, which will just give you dra- uh, the grammar and the verb tense and so forth. Yeah, no, this is great. This is great. Even for me to really understand this, this is awesome. Um, such a great distinction now that you put it the way you put it. I 
I uh, completely agree. And I fall in the category where I speak so fast in my yeah. language. And so mm-hmm. I had to all pace myself and I had to intentionally and so that right. um, I, and I was part of Toastmasters, you know, and, and we do that as well there. And, but it's, I, so I can definitely relate to that example that you gave mm-hmm. on pacing because I speak I <laughs> very fast. So um, this is wonderful. Yeah. We all, we all have something. I have this terrible New York, New York accent. <laughs> I try to not let it get too heavy, but sometimes you might hear me say coffee, coffee, or, you know, things like this, that awe sound. Uh, we all have accents. We all have pacing um, uh challenges and that's where I would come in I, I provide a 10-week online program uh-huh. and it all starts with an individual conversation with a professional mm-hmm. that is confidential and helps to identify what mm-hmm. your or the person whoever's person's pain points are yeah and hard. based on those pain points we work together for 10 weeks and we make improvements yeah that's great um, how do the listeners, our listeners listen into this and they, if they want to work with you, how do they find you? I am located on LinkedIn and I, um, I will be happy to share the LinkedIn yes, we'll, uh, share the links. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can send me a direct message and I will get back to you immediately. Hey, beautiful. So we will post Laura's links to LinkedIn in our comments um in the in the video and then if you're listening to our podcast we'll put it in the comments here as well so yes definitely uh connect with her and uh yeah you get to find out more beautiful i love the work that you do so we're gonna fo- we're gonna finish our conversation today with rapid fire questions <laughs> uh-oh <laughs> that's um, okay yeah so let me yeah. know when you're ready Oh, gosh. Okay, I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just five questions. Um, My first question is, your favorite book name is? To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, that's a good one. I'll have to to reread that one. Yes, I haven't heard that one recently. It's a good one. Um, Okay, beach or mountains? Beach. Okay. Uh, favorite international destination to visit? Oh, I have too many. I, I want to get to Greece. I, I want to travel to Italy and Greece. Yes. Actually, yes. Me too. It's on my list. I haven't been. <laughs> oh, neither have I. Yeah. Neither have I. I want to go so badly. Yes. Summer or winter? Summer, all day summer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <don't> like okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. And my final question is things that you have discovered about yourself recently. Uh um okay, things I have discovered mm-hmm. that uh, I'm okay, you know, that I have a lot to offer and I don't mean that in an arrogant way, but I do have leadership within me that is now really growing and I do want to share it and I can share it and I do not have to be perfect. And, uh, and I appreciate my clients, but I also feel appreciated 
And I've discovered that it's okay for me to take that in, you know, to accept it without feeling like, oh, maybe I, maybe that's too arrogant and you shouldn't do that. Or, oh, maybe we're not, I'm not perfect enough. No, I have a lot to offer and I appreciate the opportunities. Yeah. So Beautiful. I've learned that. Beautiful discovery. That's great. Yeah. I killed the inner, I killed the uh, inner critic. Yeah. If you will, yeah. for most days, not every day, but most days, the inner critic is somewhere else, not with me. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Well, I love that. I love that self-discovery. It's beautiful. We definitely, you know, need to move away from perfection. It's it's really yeah. true. It's on our way. Thank you for this conversation today, Laura. Thank you for taking the time. This was awesome. And again, we're going to post. A LinkedIn uh, link to how connect to connect with Laura and um, yeah with that we're gonna have next conversation very soon but thank you for taking the time Laura thank you bye bye